Welcome back to Tap That AZ Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Walters. In this episode, I finally get to hang out with John Lane from Oso Brewing and Distilling. I wanted to get John on the show for a while, just an energetic, fun guy to talk to. We were actually at the Gilbert location. If you guys haven't been there, that's the newest location for Oso. Great, great spot. You've got the original location on Indian School. You've got the distillery in Scottsdale. You've got the one in Paradise Valley, and now this new one in Gilbert. And also there's a location at the airport as well. But we talk about the importance of taking that leap of faith into something that you believe in and then putting in the work to see it through. If you haven't been to the Gilbert Oso, go check it out. Hell, check them all out. Uh, they each have their own distinct character, but they still maintain that Oso energy. So after the interview, stay tuned to hear how you can be part of the Tap That AZ tribe through the newly launched Patreon page. So let's tap into Oso Brewing and Distillery. So we are on Gilbert Road. Is that where this is, John? Yep, Gilbert Road and Vaughn. Gilbert Road and Vaughn at the Gilbert Oso. One of four locations? Four locations and a fifth in the airport. Oh, no shit. Damn. You guys are like getting all over the place. (laughs) I love it, man. I love it. So I'm here with the the man, the myth, the legend, John Lane. (laughs) John, dude, thanks for joining me on the show, man. Thank you. I uh, Steve McFate was like, you need to get John John Lane on the on the show, and like, so you've been like my my uh, what is that the unicorn? I've been chasing <laughs> the unicorn. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, and I know you're a busy guy, man. I think just today there's been like what three four meetings you've had already. Yeah, I try to pack stuff in if I can. You know, I got yeah. I, I got to get out of here about two thirty. My family comes first. Yeah. Um, didn't spend a lot of years with my family, so I'm making up for some of that lost ground right now. Gotcha. So. No better way to do that than to open up five locations, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, my <laughs> wife opened a restaurant, too, last year. So. Oh, no shit. What's she? Oh, the... Covenant. The it's Covenant. on uh, Tatum and Shea. Yeah, dude, that's a great place. Thanks. My wife loves that place, Thanks. for sure. Yeah. Um, so, dude, take take me back to, to the beginning. Like, So, how did you how did you even get started in all this? So, I... Uh, Worked for a bunch of people over the years. Worked for some really good people, really bad people. Um, not, not that they were bad people, just really good operators, really bad operators. The one thing that I noticed in most good operators was they cared about their people. Yeah. So when I was leaving a job, um, I decided I was going to open up this craft beer bar. Uh, and that was probably what I was going to do. And then I met a guy, and I homebrewed, and, you know, craft brewery, and... Blah, blah, blah. At the time, yeah. we were the 35th license. And now I think there's about 130-ish license yeah, in wow. the state. So, wow, okay. So it just kind of was, you know, it, it started from being becoming a small little bar that was going to yeah. be craft beer oriented, you know, kind of like, uh, say, the Whining Pig or Wandering Tortoise or some of those other ones that you might know. Right. Um, and it turned into, okay, well, let's do this brewery thing, you right. know, but let's do it where people are forward, where uh, the brewers brew with people and they engage people instead of these giant tanks behind glass walls that just aren't you know part of the uh engagement the i wanted Wizard to, of Oz style right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. i wanted yeah i wanted to make sure that we everybody could be involved not that oh where, the beer comes from that tank yeah not from that person yeah so. uh, interesting i like that man yeah i like that and that that's personified in that indian school location yeah right? yeah, yeah. That brewing is just right there um but well, the first time I met you, though, you you had talked you you had some adventures in your earlier life, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been all over the place. I've lived all over the place, been all over the place. 
made some money, lost a ton of money, kind of did a little bit of everything. I've lived in uh, Europe, the Caribbean, Central America. Um, I was a hippie kid uh, that just kind of did whatever. I hitchhiked uh, from, in high school, I hitchhiked from Michigan to Florida. Really? uh, On my, uh, what would that have been? My junior year spring break. That was your your thing. I didn't have enough money. Yeah. I couldn't afford to keep up with the Joneses, so... Instead, I just threw my thumb out and spent an extra couple days getting back and nice. missed a few days of school. And that kind of started my adventure life. And I've been to every state, um, worked in Alaska on fishing boats, um, kind of done a lot of stuff. But, you know, everybody thinks I'm a little younger maybe than I am, but I'm 46 this year. So, yeah. you know, I've, I've, I've got a few more years on most of these brewers that, you know, so <laughs> right. you're inspiring them like, yeah. dude, go hitchhike. I'm going to give you a week off. Go hitchhike. And I'll tell you, I got yeah. to work with, I got, I got very lucky. I got to work with uh, some of my best friends at the time. Uh, two of them are since have moved on and, and two of them are still involved in it uh, at Four Peaks. Okay. But I'm, I, I started working with them before they really had the restaurant piece. Oh, really? Um, so, you know, as they grew that restaurant piece is when I really started working for them more. Yeah. Um, I just moved back into town and, and it kind of was good timing. So yeah. Nice, man. So, so the Indian school location, original location, and I know this is probably one of the biggest questions about Oso is is the name. Yeah. So, the, what, like, what's the story behind it? Because it's what's it stand for? First of all, so it stands for Outrageous Home Brewers Social Outpost. Interesting. So when we opened, we had Outrageous Home Brewers. We were going with Society Social. We didn't yeah. really have the last O. We didn't. We were just. We liked it, and we thought, oh, so good, oh, so fun, oh, so happy. Uh, yeah. Um, so we, we really like the acronym because everybody breaks everything down to generally to, you know, two syllables. Yeah. If you're going to call something a place like, you know, I, I can think of about 100 of them, but I used to work at a place called Dos Gringos. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody called it Dos Gringos half the time. They would always just say Dos. Dos, So yeah. they broke it down to one syllable. Yeah. You know, and it was like, okay, I want to make something easy for people to remember. Yeah. So that's, nice. that's it. My, my son's name is Owen Henry. Okay. Um, so I call it Owen Henry's scholarship operation. Because <laughs> awesome. if the business goes south, so does his scholarship. <laughs> right, so. right. Oh, that's great. I th- I'm going to start calling it that too. People are like, what does that stand for? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, it, and what I love about that location, first of all, the, the food is phenomenal. Like, so um, anytime I think a brewery has food, that's typically, as long as it's good, right? And I'm not real picky, dude. Yeah. Like, like, as long as there's not horseradish, I'll eat anything. But, uh, <laughs> but the food's phenomenal. Um, but the, the way that the brewing facility is like right in the middle of the restaurant, that's, and obviously that was deliberate. Yeah. And, and, and PV was supposed to be like that, but the okay. day that we opened, or I should say the, the month that we took over the PV space, yeah. we found out our neighbors were moving. Oh. Well, we had our plans had already been approved, so we couldn't just move the brew house there. Yeah. So when we did it, we took over the space next door and then we moved the brew house in there. So it got kind of tucked away and that's not what we wanted to do. Um, it's your typical brewery. You can, can't really see much, you know, you see a few tanks and that's it. Yeah. Um, so here at Gilbert, we focused on once again, putting it front facing, it faces the patio, it faces where big parties are. It faces our secondary restaurant. It's right in the middle of it again. It is, man. This is like the heart of this place. Yeah. People can ask questions. Yeah. To me, beer isn't just about the taste and what it is. Sure. It has to be good. Sure. It has to be quality, but beer should be interactive. Beer is a social vehicle. And I want people to ask questions about Arizona beer. Yeah. I feel like Arizona beer has come light years from where it was 10 years ago. Um, If you say to Four Peaks, 20 years ago, because Four Peaks started 20 years ago. I mean, in those last 20 years, wow. Um, But a lot of places, once again, are still very closed off to the the conversation piece. Yeah, that's interesting. Anybody can walk up to Josh right now and go, hey, what are you brewing? 
well, well, what's that? What's this? What's, you know, the point at different things? And Josh basically gives them a mini tour while standing there actually brewing. Yeah. So. You know what? That's a really good point now that you point that out because um, – uh, typically, brewers are the they, they enjoy being in the back, right? Yeah. I don't want to talk to anybody, right? Yeah. I just want to be behind this glass or not even in sight of anybody, right? But but that's what I love about about the guys that are back here brewing is they're so. Uh, every time I've been in here, they're they're very uh, like, hey, they'll even tell because if you're looking and they're like, oh, I don't want to ask, but they'll say, hey, yeah, you want to take a tour, go upstairs, yeah. take a look. That's awesome. Josh is really good about it. I mean, we do. We definitely have the brewers that are quieter. Yeah. Um, but then we have the, the brewers that are more social. Um, like Brody over here, you know, right now he's a little quiet because he's the new guy. Yeah. But uh, soon enough, he's going to be doing all the interviews on all TV stations and everything. Uh, uh, no way. I was trying to talk to him earlier, but he was he just like <laughs> act like he didn't hear me. Yeah. 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 And then Josh, you know, if, right now, if somebody asked Josh a question, Josh would be more than glad to take him upstairs, give him a tour, do that. And, the, and that's what it was started on, and that's what we wanted. It's outrageous homebrewers social yeah you know outpost so we want you to be social and we want you to be here and we want you to ask questions because homebrewers what they do is they ask other homebrewers questions to get better and if a if a brewer or non-brewer comes in here we want him to ask questions yeah and that takes some charisma from him to know like to kind of do i keep it down to this level do i bring it up you know talking about fermentation all that or is it just you know and we start low and and we start low you know like kind of the basics and if somebody goes well you know, they express a little bit more knowledge than these guys know. Hey, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll pipe it up and tell them, you know, yeah, we ferment at this temperature with this yeast strain with, you know, they'll, they'll take it to whatever aspect you want. So. Yeah, that's a beer geek's paradise, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. People are like, oh, what? No way. So, uh, but what I also, what's cool about the Indian School location is you, the, one of the things that you guys are known for is that you can go in and brew. Yeah. Yeah, you can get in and then you can have your beer on tap. Like, that's just, dude, that's uh, like, yeah. what made you think of that? You know, uh, I grew up in Michigan, uh, in Canada, and uh, up there a lot of places are U-brews. But what they do, and, and we had one in town years ago, you, you brew it, you package it, you take it with you. Yeah. Well, I'm a bar and restaurant guy, so I'm like, well, why don't you, you brew it, we'll package it, and we'll serve it. Um, so it just kind of was one of those things that just worked. My, my business partner was one of the guys that was into it. My, my original business partner I bought out, and then I got another business partner, and we were talking about it, and he's like, yeah, this will work. You know, people love to do this. And he's not even a beer guy, but, he, you know, he gets the experience piece. Yeah. Um, and in talking to him, I'm like, yeah, you know, that will totally work. Let's try it. And after we did it, I think maybe 10 times, we knew that it was like, wow, this is really going to work. Yeah. Um, we just had to, you know, kind of hone some things over the years, and, and now we got it down to... You know, we release dates, and those dates are gone within, generally within about 24 to 48 hours. Dang, yeah. Um, and those beers go on tap. Yesterday, we did a bachelorette party. Oh, so they're nice brewing dude. it, and then they're going to come back and have their bachelorette. Oh, uh, yeah. Or their pre-wedding, uh, what do you call that? Your The rehearsal dinner? Rehearsal dinner. Yeah, there, yeah. That night, and they're going to have their beer on oh, tap. Oh, dude. So, awesome. And we do big corporations here and there, but mostly we focus on just, you know, the home brewer that wants to step it up a little bit, and or the individual that knows nothing about beer but loves beer uh, just to give them that 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 hint of knowledge on it yeah well it's cool because it's not because i've i've heard of those uh you know where you brew it you pay this amount of money you brew it when it's ready we'll bottle it for you take it home and that's a cool story right you give your buddy a bottle of beer at home and it's cool oh yeah dude i brewed this but you're like dude my beer's on tap. tap it's on tap at osa right now and i love going in there 
to just taste the beers, yeah. right? Just and you see, it was made by you know the the marketing team from you know Make a Wish Foundation. You and know? it also so it allows uh, our brewers to really play around with beer, yeah. So they can learn what's really like we brewed some really bad ones, uh, and now they try yeah. to guide people <laughs> towards the better flavors that work in beer. But <clears throat> but the the other cool thing is it doesn't cost any money. We we take a fifty dollar fee up front, but we give you a fifty dollar gift certificate. Yeah, that's nuts. Because we know that we're going to sell the beer that you make to other people to make the money that it took us to spend the time with you to do it. So, um, you know, you come in, you have, you get a pitcher and a growler to go. That's part of the deal. Yeah. Or, um, you get a fifty dollar gift certificate, and you're done. But if you want to keep drinking it or come back a couple times that week we like that too right. you know <laughs> yeah, exactly it's, and most people do right most people it's, come back yeah. at least twice while their beer is on tap yeah so, I, th- I would take like a week off of work yeah. I'm like i'm just gonna get a hotel real close i'm drinking that whole keg myself yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um indian school was the original location w- what year was that that it opened 2011 okay and so was it uh the frank lloyd wright location was number two number two okay um at the time there was uh, a, an issue with uh the complex having a no compete, so we couldn't open a brewery because uh, Four Peaks uh, Four is there. Peaks is right Even there. though they don't brew there, yeah, they owned it. And so I chatted with them. They weren't real keen on the idea. Then I chatted with them about, about the distillery. They weren't super keen on that, but they were more keen on that end. So it was like, like a compromise. Like, yeah, we're not, we won't brew there. We'll yeah, just yeah. Distill. And I had some issues with beer at the time. I had some issues with sugars and yeasts, and I still kind of have them, but I still drink beer. But anyway, so we so we started that. <laughs> Learning experience took a couple years for us to kind of get on track, and now we're on track. We're going in uh, 56 Safeways. We're working on a fries piece. We're in all the Total Wines. Oh, we're nice. in a lot of local um, restaurants. We're in a lot of local um, liquor stores. You know, too many to name that I just I, – so, we're, and we're, we're all over Arizona. Um, our first um, piece is going to go out of state soon, so. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, and it's all on tap, right? No, the beer beer is only on tap. Yeah, okay, we don't gotcha, package. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah, no, the, I I mean, liquor you guys made, it spread like wildfire, like quickly. Yeah. It was just like, oh, dude, Oso's making making uh, the hashtag vodka or whatever. And yeah. that's finally, finally really starting to actually yeah. be productive where yeah. I have, my guys are busy, we're active, we're getting more requests. And we do tours up there, too, where yeah. we charge you $3 more than the bottle. For the full tour and a bottle. Oh, man. So That's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Yeah. And food, again. Once food. Again same there, same right? menu food, at, yeah. at all four stores. Okay. Um, we do try different things at one of the stores at times, but that's it. Gotcha. And then, so number three was Paradise Valley? Paradise Valley. Yeah. Uh, that was supposed to be number two, but the lease took almost two years to get done. Oh, really? What was there before? Because I used to live on Tatum and Shea. So it was a uh, garden center. That's right. And yeah. for nine years, it sat empty. Wow. So the inside piece is only about... 3,600 square feet. It was only 3,600 square feet. Okay. And then the business next door came open, and that's where we moved the brewery. Uh, gotcha. That was another 3,200 square feet. Gotcha. I love that place, but man. The patio is huge. It's, it's amazing. It's 9,000 square feet, I think. Holy shit, yeah. That's awesome. Like, there are things there I've never even seen, like the like the metal tables that move around with the ball. I'm like, what the hell is this? I don't know, but it's awesome, man. Yeah. Dude, that's great. And, it, it's, and, and that's a great location because there's really nothing there. Like, Yeah, you I know, mean, there's more stuff coming now, but... Four years ago, when we or six years ago, when we first looked at it, there was nothing really going on. There was yeah. Zetaos, yeah. Uh, yeah. But now there's there's going to be about five more restaurants in the next year there, and oh, wow. they've already opened up a few. But honestly, it's still it's a great family community. What we try is. to focus on now, um, Franklin Wright's a little different than all of them, but the the other ones we try to be in neighborhoods or at, or surrounded by neighborhoods. Our clientele is. Uh, Surprisingly, it's it's almost 50-50 men and women. Really? Um, That's we good. Get, and families are huge here. Um, as you know, we're super family-friendly, super dog-friendly. Yeah. Um, so 
Nice, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, because that Paradise Valley uh, patio is just like, it's like a dog heaven. Yeah. You guys even make the treats and, and everything. And, and kids. And kids. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's Sometimes a little much, but, yeah. but, but, but it works. <laughs> He's right. But that's good, though, because that's what I love about breweries is they are family friendly. Yeah. Um, but, but you guys take it up another level by having the games and having that big spot, you know. My kids can run in that. They don't run in the fountain, but like where the, <laughs> the dogs drink. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So... So the distilling side of it, like what what made you guys decide? All right, we're making beer, we're making lots of great beer. Let's let's make whiskey, let's make vodka. Well, one, I had the beer, I had issues with beer, but two, um, we were looking at like, wow, there's no really craft distilleries here. There were a few yeah. that were in planning. Uh, there was Arizona Distilling, but Arizona okay. Distilling was actually they were already a mega producer. They already produced quite a bit. Um, we were actually the first. If you look at our liquor license, it is class eighteen. Zero six seven, which means Maricopa something else, and then it's zero 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 zero. Wow! So we are the very first craft distillery in Arizona. Granted, there are a few others that I would consider craft. They just have producers licenses. Oh, gotcha! Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, But but that was one thing. Another thing was we saw that you know we have these big restaurants. We can self distribute. Can we make it for as cheap? Right. And can we make it better? So we thought that we could make it better. Uh, we thought we could make it cheaper. Right. Uh, but <laughs> that's not necessarily story. the case. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, and, and we also saw an opportunity, you know, that, that was something cool to do. And it just worked. And Four Peaks, you know, had the brewery piece up there. Um, so, good t- I mean, different timing, different place. Would I do it again? Probably not in that space because I need more, I need more space now to store barrels and stuff. So it doesn't really work that well, but... But I'd do it again, definitely. Yeah, yeah. nice, man. Well, I love it, dude. I love I love the spirits because uh, I think I was at the Gilbert Farmers Market one time, and it was the first time I ever tasted it. And uh, um, I, it was I think it was the distiller. What's what's his name? Uh, it was either Jeff Kale? or Greg. Oh, okay. Kale's the sales guy. Okay, so it might have been Kale. Yeah, um, and I, but I think one of the distillers was there too. And it was like eight in the morning, right? <laughs> and I'm going around with Craig from Fire and Forge, and he's buying all this all this produce and stuff for the f- food truck. And uh, he's like. You want to do a shot? I'm like, yeah. Where? <laughs> He's like, well, come over here. We'll taste Oso's uh, Oso's spirits. So, so they had a what is it? The peach whiskey? Yep, Dick. The Dick. <laughs> that's the Dick. That is yeah. the Dick. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so the guys. Yeah, I think he even said that. Hey, dude, you want to try some Dick? And I'm like, well, <laughs> well it's intriguing. But uh, and he's like, it's, it's peach whiskey. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't know. He's like, dude, just try it. And I tried. I was like, holy shit, this is good. Because usually I, I don't go for like fruity flavored uh spirits at all i'm yeah. usually just a straight you know whatever it is um dude that shit is good thanks that is really good yeah we now have we now have dick and jane oh that's jane, right. jane is yeah. an apple horchata that's the childhood thing you know okay I yeah those books when i was a little kid dick see dick run see jane jane run see spot follow you yeah. know whatever it was yeah okay so now we're at the gilbert location and this place is phenomenal man when did this open uh so this opened april 27th ish i believe okay yeah uh, right around there it was, it was it was somewhere in that that week so yeah dude this place is i love it because it's just different it's like four different places really yeah like it really is like you walk in the front like oh yeah this is cool like holy shit some people probably don't even know this is back here i've had a few friends that have come in and been like dude this is the smallest one you have what the hell's going on yeah because they didn't know that this was back here. Right. Yeah. So. You come back here and it's like, oh, it's huge, man. <laughs> uh, so you got, the, but you got this extra. This is uh, just something completely different, right? Yeah. So this is a marriage of my wife's restaurant okay. and my, my my partner and my wife are involved in a restaurant, and then 
So it's that one, Oso, and a little bit of new stuff, too. Ah, so we've gotcha. got some of their menu items you'll see on it. Like, yeah. you know, a little bit fancier, a little bit prettier like she is. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> a little bit more dumbed down like we are. <laughs> right. Uh, right. We've got a bunch of nachos, and then we've got crab cakes. And, you yeah. know, we've got some fish dish. and so Nice, man. All over the place a little bit. Yeah, but you also have the patio back here, too, that, that is that – is so the patio is a yeah. kind of a marriage of, uh, of Arcadia by the bar area and, and PV by the little dog run and grass area. Yeah, so. that's, that's true. And this place, how big is this? Like a- so this all totaled with everything, I think it's about 13,000 square feet. Okay. So it's our second largest. So, uh, behind PV. Uh, behind PV. So you got the one in the airport too. Yeah, the airport's a, well, it's a, it's a license deal. So I don't gotcha. really run it or operate it. I go in there about once a month. Uh, I have another guy that goes in there about once every two weeks. Just kind of make some notes and, you know, ho- hopefully they're doing a good job. Some days they're yeah. doing great. Some days they're not doing amazing, but, <laughs> right. but they're still how doing a that, good, decent job. Can you share how that works? Because I've always, someone explained it to me. Um, so basically it's just like kind of like a franchise. Like, okay. they, you know, more or less they, they take over you make them carry certain products. Um, I do give them a lot more leeway than like a franchise would uh, because it is an airport. You know, yeah. people got to go fast and, and, and move fast. So yeah. um, so they have about three quarters of the menu. Actually, I think every menu item but one is ours. But they have a smaller menu, a smaller drink list, smaller beer list. You know, just so that way people can look at it, order, keep going. Yeah, not overwhelmed. Yep. Like, dude, yep. I'm already stressed. Yep. Like, going through the airport. Yeah. So it's a lot simpler. But, okay. uh, but it, it does have... Uh, I believe it's 12 local beers, and then it has six national beers. Okay. Um, and he requested a couple of nationals that I would never carry in my own locations. <laughs> okay. But, you know, I respect that. You yeah. know, once again, he's he's a big operator, and he's got he's got people that that's all they're going to drink. That's true. I don't want them to yeah. lose the business. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to look at it. It would be tough, though. Yeah. That'd be tough. Yeah, man. Uh, when, I, when, he, when he showed me the list that he wanted... There was one I, I said, please take that off. All right. the rest, I was like, you know what? If you have to have it, I get it. Um, but I did have him take one one beer off the list because I thought it would consume a, a, a large percentage of beers. Ah, uh, gotcha. Um, so, I, so, I, so I just asked him to do that. But, yeah. But outside of that, you know, he carries most of our liquors, but he still carries, you know, cheaper well liquor. Like, I can't. Somebody's got numbers. He knows what he's doing. He's a big operator. He operates 22 locations. Oh, wow. It's okay. like, you know, he's a, he's a cruncher. Yeah. He gets it. So I... So I'm not going to fight him on certain. Let things. Let him do his thing. Yep. But there are certain things I do not have that on top. Yeah. yeah. You know, there were there were a few <laughs> items that I was like, no, like ple- no, no, and no. Right. There was one liquor, or two liquors, one beer, and then he he wanted to do a, another thing that I was just wasn't on board with. But eventually he convinced me of it. And we also are one of the only places that sells growlers to go. Oh, in the in, in the, the airport. airport. Really? So you get a growler. You can't can't technically drink it on the airplane. But you can take it with you to, you know, we're in the terminal. We're in the old terminal. Yeah. So in Chicago, you know, Pacific Northwest, you can take those with you. Yeah. We also t- sell minis in the airport, too, to go. So Minis of the uh, of, of the, the, the spirits. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like the little, what, what is that size we even? Have, uh, it's just a, basically it's a. Like the hotel room size, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, well, what's the plans moving forward? Like, do you, are you, you have any other locations so, on, on the docket? No, we don't have anything on the docket. We're trying to, you know, we got to get through a season and kind of pay back all the bills from this one. Okay. <laughs> um, we were self-funded until this point. Okay. So we never took a loan uh, up until Gilbert. And, well, I shouldn't say that. I took some family loans, you know, to get it going. But, yeah. But, um, but those were small. But we took a decent chunk to get this one going. So we want to get through a season, kind of help pay that down a little bit and kind of yeah. get more comfortable in our space. And then, you know, we're looking at two other pieces, possibly. We're looking at... A small sort of Oso tap house. Okay. And we're looking at a, also a um, very large piece, which would be more of a production brewery. Ah, Not gotcha. necessarily to can, but more to just keep up with our pace. And, you know, we, we, we put these breweries in 
top dollar uh, retail space, which is yeah. not what most people do. Right. You know, most people find a, a an off the beaten path uh, a sort of warehouse, and then they group together with other breweries to create an area that's brewery uh, friendly, yeah, like yeah. San Diego or you know or Portland or some of those. Right here, you know, everybody kind of does their own thing, and you know, we try and find the cheapest retail we can, or you pay a lot, and downtown Gilbert is not a very cheap retail. I was going to say that th- this corner spot in uh-huh. downtown down Gilbert, um, uh, Eric Murko from uh, Arizona Food and Wine had said to me that this is the hottest restaurant spot in the country. Man, like, re- right now, the, right now the real estate down here is really expensive. When we yeah. got in the deal, it was pretty top dollar too. I don't think it's I think it's gone just a hint up, but I mean to put a brewery in that kind of space is normally pretty stupid of a person yeah. <laughs> right well and this place takes up like almost the whole block too yeah. like i love it though man because this uh this whole downtown area this 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 is ideal man i like i don't know why they don't have like even in places like in old town and uh mill avenue it's n- nothing compares to this yeah. because every single place it's not like you know restaurant three turquoise stores and then a bar yeah. you know everything yeah. it's restaurant bar, bar and yeah. it's cool man i love it yeah if it yeah. had just a little bit more living right here and uh, actually yeah. honestly a little bit more office ah, like if we had some and there are some office uh uh spaces coming in there is actually some single family development coming on down here too so okay hopefully that'll help us out even more yeah that's actually a good point because usually it's the opposite right where yeah. it's like so much like all of that and, and, and no nothing else yeah. there so yeah so yeah Nice, man. So any plans on canning? Like, do you, is that even on the radar at all? So we have a small canner for one-offs mm-hmm. and for, uh, for you know, special releases. Um, but as of right now, no. That's, I mean, we're restaurant people yeah. um, with breweries. We're not brewery people with restaurants. That's, so okay. that's kind of yeah. how I look at it. We make enough to produce for ourselves. We make enough to produce for Young's and Kegs and, and to distribute all throughout the state. But the moment that we add that package piece... Then we've got to add more tanks and more yeah. space and more room and more. And it's just, it's not necessarily, we're more brew pub okay. than we are, you know, manufacturing brewery. So Gotcha. There's nothing, I, I love that model, man. Yeah. Like, it's like, you come here, you drink the beer, it's super fresh. I mean, you can see it, it being made. Yep. You know, so you said you do can for like one-offs and stuff? Yeah, yeah. We've only, So we've done uh, one bottle release, one can release, um, and that's it right now. But we just bought okay. the canner. Okay. Uh, the bottle release we did last year. Oh, yeah, um, I remember that. And, you know, it'll be real limited, but yeah. as we get these barrels, uh, here's a lot of barrels. Um, as we get the barrels done and as we get uh, some more, I'll say, unique uh, IPAs, we'll start doing that stuff, too. Uh, we were struggling to keep up with just our basic production. It was hard for us to do any of that. But yeah. now that we have two two bigger breweries, yeah. now we can do that stuff. Well, dude, that's good that you see that, too, right? Because I think people get tend to get excited. It's like, oh, shit, dude, let's get this in cans. Yeah. And, you know, you're doing all this. And then it's like I've been in situations where I couldn't get the beer at the brewery. But they're like, hey, go down to the tap room. And they got it. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so to be because you know the urge is there because yeah. it's like, oh, people love our beer. Let's let's do this. But it's like, wait. Let's well, and I think get- a lot of people do it and, and don't know what they're getting into at first. Yeah, so they, yeah. they, they start seeing, oh, yeah, we got our beer out there. And then they look at the bottom line and they're like. We lost ten bucks, right. you know, or right. whatever that money yeah. might be, yeah. and that is not a sustainable, you know, sort of way to move forward. Yeah. So I hope that a lot of these people, you know, realize that if they're going to sustain and move forward, that special release thing that works for a lot of them. That full gun canning, it's it's a tricky, yeah. you know, it's a tricky picture. So yep. we'll see. I mean, 
I never say never, but right. I, I don't plan on it. So, well, John, dude, thanks for joining me, man. I know yeah. you're you're a busy guy. Thanks for taking time out. Uh, Steve McFate should be happy now. Hopefully, Steve's listening to this episode. Right? <laughs> Steve is honestly probably the nicest guy in the brewing industry in oh, Arizona. He is so awesome. He does. Uh, he does a great job. His beers are great. His his food's great. His place is great. Uh, his places, I should say, are great. Um, haven't been to the North Scottsdale one in a while. I need to maybe stop back in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, now that the other one's you know kind of convenient to me and where my kid plays baseball, I stop in there every now and again. Oh, yeah. It, so. Yeah. Yeah. You know, thank you for coming to Oso. We, we're, we're pretty proud of what we do, and I think the brewers are pretty proud of, of the beer they produce. Absolutely, man. Uh, I was going to ask you, too, just kind of backtracking a little bit. How can you get in the loop as far as um, the brewing at Indian School, right? So you said it sells out 24, 48 hours. Sure. How can people like, so, make sure that they get on there? So mostly we do it on, we, we tell everybody uh, on our social media that it's going to be released, you know, the, whatever, the first or second of the, uh, of the uh, month. Okay. And then we release it yeah. on our website, and it's always on our website. You can go look to okay. see, um, but it'll, it'll basically be a blank page or a, a sold out on that page. Um, it's in our store. Okay. And when there are dates there, they're they're there and and they're there for a short period. Jump of time. on it, yeah. then. Yeah, if you see it. But yeah. you know, if you also if you're a big company that wants to do a group uh, group event, we're all about trying to figure out how to get you in. So don't okay. feel, feel free to email the store in general, or, or if you know if you got a special event, a wedding, stuff like that, just email us. Maybe we can make it work. I don't want to ever promise because right. the schedule is pre-built. Yeah. <laughs> right. But but a lot of times we can make it work. Well, dude, really appreciate this. Anybody that lives in the valley here has no excuse not to go to an Oso. Because you, you're sprinkled around pretty much everywhere, right? Now we're all in the <laughs> north and east valley, you know. Uh, but definitely worth the trip. Great food, great beer, uh, great spirits, great people too, man. That's that's what it's all about. That's the main focus. That's people, community, as today, you know, we're doing this community brew for one of our own in need. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's, that. like I said, earlier kind of, I didn't express it so well. I'm not necessarily in the restaurant business. I'm in the people business. Yeah. So yeah. if we can make people happy that work for us and people that also don't work for us, uh, but come in as guests, hopefully we're doing the right thing for people. Doing good stuff, man. Awesome. Thanks, John. Cheers. All right. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the show. Recently set up the Patreon page for the podcast. It's at Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash tap that AZ podcast. Patreon, it's a platform that brings you, as a fan of the podcast, in to become part of the tribe to help spread the word about Tap That AZ as well as these local Arizona places that we're checking out. There are a few different tiers uh, for the Patreon, ranging from $10 a month, I'm sorry, $1 a month, uh, up to $50 a month. And these tiers allow you, as the Patreon, to have exclusive access to content like early access to episodes, behind-the-scenes content, and hopefully soon uh, some brewery video tours for each episode. So Patreons also get perks such as free merchandise, a chance to be on an episode, and some hard-to-get beers. Also, going to be setting up something where we're going to be giving out gift cards soon to Patreons and uh, having some drawings and things like that. So if you're interested, check it out. Go to patreon.com forward slash tap that az podcast really appreciate the support from you guys and always remember stay 